It's time for Michigan Sports Talk Morning Show. Broadcasting live all across the state of Michigan and Northwest Ohio. This is X's and Bros. Swings it out to Sadiq Bay. Get Benny Bay to call it! at midcourt. Extra pass. And it goes for the win! The three-pointer by Jordan Poole! Here's the give. Walker! Kenny Walker! Touchdown! Smitty! Goff's got it. Back. Looks. Throws. Ends up. Yes. Caught! Touchdown to Kirk Iron! They did it! Armin Ross Lee Brown in the receiving end! Sends one to deep left center field. Back it goes, and that ball's out of here. A grand slam from Miguel Cabrera. He's got two goals. Marcus Inundel scores. His first career hat trick in his seventh season for Dylan Larkin. Here's your host, Anthony Bellino. <laughs> Rise and shine, folks. Good Monday morning to you. It is the 19th day, the 19th already. Day of February 2024. We welcome you here to X's and Bros on the Michigan Sports Network. Ben Glaze, Ryan Elke, Anthony Bellino, all joining you. Thank you for joining us, no matter who you are, where you are, how you may be listening all across the great state of Michigan and in Northwest Ohio and Worldwide on the iHeartRadio app. We say good morning to you. We welcome you. We thank you. We appreciate you. And of course, we encourage you to join the program at any time. You can text the keyword sports radio, send that to 21,000, sports radio to 21000. Our Meyer Supercenter guest line, 866 838 4843, 866 838 X's and Bros, and of course, good morning to our television audience as well on BCSN and streaming live on our YouTube page at Michigan Sports Network. Add a .com to that to find our website. XB Mornings at gmail.com is our fan feedback email inbox, and you can find us all individually on Twitter. Ryan Elke is at Ryan L underscore key. Ben Glaze is at the Ben Glaze, and I'm Anthony Bellino at AC Bellino. Gentlemen, good morning to both of you. Good morning. How are we on this Monday? Doing good. Uh, had a good weekend, so yeah. What would well. you do this weekend? Uh, went up to Mount Pleasant, uh, visited the fiance's family. Oh, you do a little soaring eagle? I uh, did not. No, uh, we went tubing instead. Outdoors? Yes, yes. It was uh, pretty freezing, but it I was, was going to say it it's fun. like twelve degrees this weekend. Yeah, it was it was pretty cold, but it was it was it was a lot of fun. Tubing, you say? Yeah. <laughs> In the elements? Yes. Wow. On a river? Oh no 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 no! Like uh, down at a ski resort, down you know down the hills. Oh 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 oh! Oh, you were th- oh. you were thinking on? The, I'm like, on the dude, lake, what? Huh? Yeah, what are you guys like? Whitewater rafting? Like what in the? <laughs> no. What in the <laughs> National Geographic were you guys trying to do up? Right. Got you. Okay. Yeah. So you guys were on tubes, but on the. Uh, on the powder there. Correct. So okay, that makes more sense. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, wow, this guy, he's <laughs> like really risking it all right now for yeah. this. This woman's gonna try to kill him. Right. Basically, that's all I could come up with. <laughs> so this guy is uh whew, my goodness. That would really be something. Well, um 
At least you got to do that, right? Yeah. Outdoor activity, enjoy some of the uh, the, the winter, I wouldn't say, uh, yeah, winter sports, I guess, is maybe a good way to say it. That's kind of cool. Um, I just watched basketball all weekend. That's all okay. I did. We had a, a double double whammy at U of M this weekend, so that was a lot of fun. We got uh, Michigan, Michigan State, men's basketball, Saturday night at 8 o'clock with the GOAT, Gus Johnson, and then uh, Sunday rolled around for Michigan-Michigan State women's basketball uh, with Jason Ross. So back-to-back games of Michigan hosting Michigan State. Uh, Back-to-back losses for the Maize and Blue, losing to uh, Michigan State. Really good crowds uh, both games, so that was nice. It was good to see, all things considered. I was happy with uh, happy with that. Uh, so you know, for me personally, I'm I'm cool with that. Works for uh, works for me. And yeah, we had NBA All Star Weekend. We'll get into that. Uh, whether or not you uh, were, did you partake in it, did you watch it at all? Uh, were you at all interested? Uh, if not, what did have? Uh, your interest this weekend, was it the college basketball taking place uh, at Chrysler? Was it uh, the Detroit Red Wings with a huge bounce-back win uh, on their West Coast road trip? Was it the outdoor, the Navy Federal Credit Stadium Series? Was that what had you had your uh, your blood boiling a little bit? And perhaps maybe it was Yarmir Yager uh, finally getting number 68 in the rafters there. What took you so long, Pittsburgh? My God, you could have done this in like 1996. But um, regardless, I mean, good for good for Yarmir Yager, good for the Pens, and and that's good for uh, good for hockey uh, all around. All right, what else is going on in the sports world? We'll try to get you all caught up with all the happenings. We'll do so right now in the headlines. Big news. I have a little news flash. Let's check the headlines. No, it's real news for once. The biggest stories of the local, regional, and national news. This is huge news. All right, huge news. Uh, The Pac-12, or at least what's left of the Pac-12, literally only two schools, uh, they have decided to part ways with their commissioner, George Kliakov. I can't tell if this is like a Mad Lib story or if this is for real, uh, because how how do you have a conference that's down to two teams that fires their commission? Like what? uh, A mutually agreed to part ways. You got the commission, two teams. It was like a three-person board meeting. What is that? He's like, oh, yeah, I guess I'm done. Like, yeah, I guess so. The whole the, the whole conference departed while under your watch. I guess you are done, aren't you? Texas is set to approve an extension and a raise for Sark. So good for him. And the Sark is going to be a lot. Uh, the Sark. The raise for Sark is going to be a lot. $10 million per season through 2030. It'll also come with private jets and all kinds of fun stuff. The Penguins retiring. Yarmir Yager's number 68. Capping a joyful homecoming weekend said that those were the best days of his life. That's so awesome. And he, was, he took the ice, too. He took the ice and did a little practice with him. Arrived in 1990 as a teenager. And here was this guy, just, like, just shrouded in mystery. Nobody, like, you just didn't know. Like, who, who the hell is this guy? And there he is. Uh, however, they found him. Who has uh, that? That's that's a great scouting story. Uh, Red Wings five nothing winner over the Calgary Flames. Your, your goals from J.T. Comfort, Patrick Kane, Dylan Larkin, 
David Perron, Lucas Raymond, just an all-around great game. Uh, a five-goal shutout win. That's awesome. James Reimer was between the pipes. Uh, great on him. Really good effort there. Uh, we will get to that coming up later. Uh, the NBA, is, again, is trying to, left, uh, trying to seek some solutions after uh, an uncompetitive All-Star game. They said they wanted it to be more competitive, and uh, the Eastern Conference set the all-time scoring record by becoming the first team to surpass 200 points in what was a 211-186 victory over the Western uh, Conference. Into the Eastern Conference All-Stars, you scored the most points, he said flatly. Well, congratulations. Adam, they, you want LED courts, you want all this uh, this technology, you want all this stuff. Like it's, it's, a, it's a pickup game. You wanted to be competitive, and the team scored 200 points. I think that is hilarious. Uh, Damian Lillard was named the All-Star Game MVP on Sunday. He joined Michael Jordan as the only player in league history to win a Saturday night event and be the MVP in the same All-Star weekend. So that's pretty cool. Wide receiver Nelson Aguilar is returning to the Ravens on a one-year extension. So congrats to him. Number two, Purdue went down on the road to Ohio State, 73-69. to Congratulations to the Buckeyes. That's a big-time win uh, for them right there, considering the fact they just fired Chris Holtman. My goodness. I mean, how do you, how do, you do such a thing? And then, of course, uh, the big ones at Chrysler over the weekend that we'll get more into uh, here on today's program with Michigan falling at home to the Michigan State Spartans, uh, the third consecutive loss for the Wolverines, 73-63, to the final score. We'll step aside. Uh, back with more Michigan, Michigan State next here. X's and Bros, Michigan Sports Network. Bill Simonson here for my good friend Josh Garvey. Now, he's a managing shareholder at Dorn Mayhew's Grand Rapids office. Their world headquarters are in Troy, Michigan, on the east side of the state, and they have locations all around the world. They have over 550 motivated accounting professionals, 90 years in business, and I mentioned the 10 offices worldwide. So if you want to connect and partner with one of the top CPA, accounting, and business firms in the world, they're right here in Michigan. Dorn Mayhew's Troy office on the east side of the state, and Josh Garvey is the managing shareholder for their Dorn Mayhew GR office. Right there by the S-curve, you'll see the new Dorn Mayhew sign. You can find out more. Just Google Dorn Mayhew. That's D-O-E-R-E-N-M-A-Y-H-E-W or Dorn.com. They're one of America's and the world's top CPA accounting and business firms. They're Dorn Mayhew. Imagine this, winning big at Soaring Eagle. The food district is now open. There's something for everyone. From Baba Coos Burritos to Bonanno's New York Pizza Kitchen to Guy Fieri's Chicken and Ike's Lovin' Sandwiches. Savor every delicious flavor at the all-new Food District. Only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway. Reimagine. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. Roast Umber is a farm-direct coffee sourced from Central American farmers and roasted in Grand Rapids. And also the Nitro Cold Brew Coffee is a convenient and healthy option for energy with no sugar additives. Look for it at your local retailer or at RoastUmber.com. You're listening to Michigan Statewide Morning Show, X's and Bros, right here on the Michigan Sports Network. 
Welcome back here to X's of Rose, Michigan Sports and Network. Hideki Matsuyama, 17 under, winning the Genesis Invitational. After some guys were DQ'd, some guys withdrew. Hideki Matsuyama was the last man standing. Well, of course, a beautiful, absolutely gorgeous out there uh, in L.A. at uh, Pacific Palisades. That's uh, that, that looks that looks nice. Like to go out there and play a little bit. Hideki Matsuyama, congratulations uh, to him. Now the all-time leader uh, in PGA Tour victories uh, by someone born in Asia. So congratulations. KJ Choi of South Korea followed by Siwoo Kim with 8 and 4. Trail Hideki Matsuyama now uh, with 9 PGA Tour career victories. Alright, it, uh, it is Monday and let's get into uh, what happened first. Saturday night. Uh, not a huge fan of doing a Saturday night game in Ann Arbor for two teams that are playing each other with the women playing the very next day, the same two teams. What uh, what exactly were we thinking here, folks? Like, why did we, how did we not just do a doubleheader on Saturday? Uh, if you wanted to argue about parking, like, let's play at noon on Fox for the men's game and then wait, wait for everybody to clear out and then play a four o'clock women's game and call it a day. And just make it easy for everybody, travel and everything else. I I don't know. It would have made more sense to me, but you know what? That's fine. Some people are like, oh, you're just complaining. Well, I mean, if you want to take it as, as a complaint, sure. Sure. You know, just it's a lot of driving in back-to-back days. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Uh, Michigan State wins 73-63, to and the one thing I learned about this team pretty early on was that uh, Cohen Carr could have competed in the dunk competition uh, this weekend. Cohen Carr comes off the bench, plays eight minutes, and has the most electrifying six points. He finished with eight because he was two of three from the free throw line. He had the most electrifying six points I have ever seen in somebody that only plays eight minutes and comes in, gets three buckets, and all three of them were a highlight. Like, that was... Incredible. This dude, uh, I'm trying to remember which one was first. And he comes out, uh, he's, they're going from left to right. So they're going away from the Michigan State bench, which means they're going right to left on your TV screen. And folks, when I tell you this kid jumped from the wing, he jumped from the wing. And Cohen Carr jumped up and cocked back the ball in his hand. And when I tell you, I think that that ball would have been at the top of the square. I think the guy jumped 12 feet in the air and he's not big either. Like he, this is this, we are watching little man fly like this dude can fly. He's listed at six, five. I don't believe that this guy has wings. I don't know if he ate red or drank red bull or whatnot beforehand, but he took off. And when I tell you it was like slow motion, he's coming down the wing, left side, left hand up. And he jumps in and he cocks that ball back. All I could hear was like the angelic noise in the back of the, like, here he comes. Uh, wow. A little man fly. Dude could jump. And he punched that one down. And it was, it was awesome. Like it was, you can't even, you can't even be mad over something like that. And then I think this, I think this is the order. Michigan State's bringing the ball up. And Tyson Walker just flips it in the air. And I know where it's going because I can see it. And I'm sitting there at the table. I'm like, up, up, and away. 
And here comes Cohen Carr flying from the rafters to catch that thing and dunk the alley-oop as he was cutting near the baseline. Like he was, he was worth going to the game all by himself for, for, for three buckets. Three buckets. That would have been worth the price of admission. That was unbelievable. So uh, the sports information director at Michigan State, he goes, but his, his name is Max. And uh, Max is, you know, he is, that's my guy. Like he's an awesome dude. Uh, he does a great job. Like a lot of times SIDs are behind the scenes trying to get everything done and they don't get the recognition they deserve. So I'm here to recognize Max. Uh, I love catching up with the man's big smiles. And we're talking, we're talking about the team. And I was asking him like, Hey, you know, what's it take to, you know, what's it take for a guy to get some more Carson Cooper? And he's like, yeah, you know, he just got a rebound. It's so we're, we're chatting about the, the squad and whatnot. And Cohen goes to jump and I'm talking to the table loud enough for Max to hear me. And he dunks it, and I turn and I look at him, and Max is looking at me, and I'm looking at him, and we're like, wow, like, holy mackerel. That was that was just awesome. There's nothing else you can say. I mean, that was simply incredible. And Malik Hall looked like reincarnated Kevin Garnett. Tyson Walker looked like a 17th-year super senior that was just under control, Managing everything. Uh, I like Jay Nakins a lot. I think part of that is because of I like his frame. I like his build, but I also not the biggest Imani Bates fan. So, you know, I want Akins to do well if you follow that story uh, at all. Uh, good to see Carr get out there and do his thing. Uh, but then also Carson Cooper, 23 minutes, four points, seven rebounds, uh, turnover a little bit. Uh, oh, Ryan's on hold. He wants to. He wants to hop in here. Cohen Carr, Ryan. Jace, that was. Where were you watching the game at? That's what I want to know. I was sitting at home because I had to coach my son's team. That they had a seven o'clock game Saturday night. You know they play prime time as well. Wait a minute. Thank wait you. a minute. Your son's what ten? Yeah, Parks they, and Rec is scheduling prime time games. Oh my God! Was it on? Was that on Peacock? It must have been. It better be. <laughs> Seven o'clock so, game for a ten year old? Yeah. Somebody I'm telling I mean, you, it didn't it didn't go well because I'm the only coach and as you guys know if you listen to the show, I wrestled. <laughs> like these kids are not getting what they paid for. They're they're learning how to dribble and learn how to play defense and they didn't do that much of that Saturday night. But <laughs> They learn how to dribble. They learn how to play defense. We didn't dribble. We didn't defend. <laughs> it's pretty simple, dude. It's so great, though. I really do watch. I know it's hard, but I want you to enjoy every minute of it because that's it's so much fun. Yeah. So no, we we hustled home. We got we got home before for tip off, and yeah, Cone Car. It's it's like Creed was a halftime show. Just going, can you take me? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's like it was. It was beautiful. Like I think I woke, woke up my infant daughter because I was clapping so hot, so hard when Cohen Carr was just going up for dunks. Then Will Cheddar, you know, just trying to be a thug, a demon, a criminal out on the court, taking Cohen Carr out on a dunk attempt. Okay, so we watched that back, and Cohen was, and that one too. Like that one, he was, he was up there. He was up there, and Will. 
tries it was like he wanted to grab him by the waist but then realized that once he put his hands on him like i can't really stop this from happening so at that point you i don't i don't know like if you're not going to make a play on the ball you can't go after the body because all that's going to do is is bring gravity into the situation and that's going to be bad especially when someone's elevating like that um I don't think that he was like intentionally trying to be a dirty player. I think that once he got his hands you know, on him, he was like, "Oh God, was, now what do I do?" It was a hand on the hip. It was a hand on the hip as Carr was taking off, so it wasn't like a push in the back or like I'm going to wrap you up and you know take you to the the sideline to avoid it. It was, you know, Cheddar was a, a second too late to do the foul he was intending to do. A flagrant one was the correct call. But it was nothing malicious for a flagrant two, and it was nothing, you know, unintentional for less than that. Yeah, it was, uh, you know, I like Will a lot. I, w- I wish he would play more. Uh, I don't know, like, you know, all five starters for Michigan in double figures. They actually didn't shoot it terribly. Uh, you know, Doug McDaniel, five turnovers, 22 turnovers in the game for Michigan. And Sparty was capitalizing uh, on all of them. Unfortunately, we got to hit the break, but don't worry. We're going to come back. We're going to talk about this game all throughout the show. John Wagner is going to join us next. We're going to do a little MLB free agency. We'll get right back into this. Don't go anywhere. X's and Bros, Michigan Sports Network. Save big on fuel with them perks. Earn points on your Meyer purchases in store and online. Then use your points to claim a fuel reward and save up to $1 off per gallon of gas at Meyer. Claim your M-Perks Fuel Rewards in the Meyer app and ID at the pump to save. Plus, earn points for qualifying Meyer Express purchases and look for exclusive Meyer Express offers. Download the Meyer app to sign up or see Meyer.com to learn more. 10 cents to $1 off per gallon based on points earned. Exclusions apply. Not valid in Wisconsin. Max 30 gallons. Mercantile Bank is committed to delivering financial solutions that empower businesses to achieve their goals. We take time to understand you and what makes your business unique. From commercial and business banking to treasury and HCM tools, our local team is here to help you take your business to the next level. So when you need a financial partner, Merck is here. To learn more, visit us online at MerckBank.com business. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. The Freddie the Pizza Man Foundation is dedicated to providing support to families and Michigan schools touched by autism. We invite you to join us in supporting these families and schools by making a donation at freddythepizzaman.com. With your donation, you can help provide essential resources that can make a real impact. Visit freddythepizzaman.com to make a donation and to learn more about the foundation's mission. That's F-R-E-D-I, thepizzaman.com. Together, we can make a difference. Van Andel Institute, Purple Community is a grassroots fundraising network powered by the dedicated volunteers who support VAI's mission to improve human health now and in the future. When you raise funds through the Van Andel Institute Purple Community, 100% of the proceeds go directly to the Institute's research into diseases like cancer and Parkinson's, as well as VAI's science education programs. Learn how you can get involved at purplecommunity.org. This is X's and Bros on the Michigan Sports Network. 
Welcome back here to X's and Bros on the Michigan Sports and Network. Ben Glaze, Ryan Elke, Anthony Bellino all joining you. Join us now. Uh, he covered the Detroit Tigers minor league system for a couple of decades. Also a member of the National Football Foundation and Football Writers Association of America. His name is John Wagner. Find him on Twitter at John Wagner Media. Johan, my good man, how are you? How's life? How are things, partner? You know, Anthony, you would think with spring training kind of blossoming in front of us, pitchers and catchers reporting and all that, that this this would be a, a good time for baseball fans. You would think, right? You would you would think so. I mean, we had a really good conversation last week with uh, Detroit Tigers catcher Jake Rogers. I mean, that was a that was a lot of fun. He seemed like he was primed at the pump and ready to go and uh, comfortable. And uh, I think a lot of folks are just really you know really excited that that is you know that baseball's back on the docket, if you will. Yeah, and and that that's a hundred percent and totally legitimate. I get that, but I got to tell you that I have a concern about baseball in general. And it it stems with free agency. Okay? Really? Well, you did yeah. drop a and, name on us last week, so. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, the thing is, it's just too easy. There are just too many names out there. And, I mean, we're talking big, big names out there. Okay? You know, and I know that in recent years, there have been free agents that have signed really close to the start of, of opening day. Uh, I mean, it, Tiger fans can remember when J.D. Martinez signed with Boston uh, 2018, I want to say, something like that, 2018, 2019, uh, a, big, a big contract with the Red Sox. Uh, Bryce Harper and uh, Manny Machado both signed very, very late in the offseason. I mean, not really even the offseason. They signed an uh, end-of-February deal. So that's becoming a trend. And I don't know about you, Anthony. And I, you know what? Let me tee you up because I'm betting you can think what I think about that. Does that bother you? I mean, this year there are still some big free agents out there. Blake Snell, best best starting pitcher out there by a lot. That was the name Jordan, you dropped last week. Jordan Montgomery, right behind him, had a great World Series. Cody Bellinger, that's a that's a bat. Matt Chapman, that's another good bat. Any team that signs any one of those four guys is going to get better immediately. I mean significantly better immediately. So why aren't those guys signed? But the real question I have for you, Anthony, is does that bother you? Um, does it bother me? Well, I'm trying to look at it from a GM standpoint, right? So you've got some you got you've got some big name guys out there. You mentioned uh a bat, so you know, we you know, Joey Votto, Cody Bellinger, uh, Evan Longoria, a couple of names, you know, to throw in the mix. Uh, Mike Clevenger, there's another arm. Uh, J.D. Martinez, right, former Tiger. I think there's a couple of factors here, right? In a, in a few of those guys that I mentioned, Liam Hendricks, uh, you know, there's there's another guy who's out there. I think that what you know, if I'm a major league GM, I'm looking at it like this: we have our group of guys that we are signed right now. Let's go into spring training. Right. Let's take a look and see how 
if we can make it out of spring training in one piece just to see kind of where we're at from an injury standpoint, right? So let's see, you know, how we finish up from injuries, how much money we have available, who might have shown up in spring training that maybe we weren't necessarily uh, prepared for, and, and maybe a name that might kind of stick out, uh, a young guy that might we might be able to work into the lineup that maybe we see some more value in by getting them on the diamond now uh, versus waiting for later, right? And the first name that comes to my mind is a guy like Colt Keith, for example. So if you're looking around and you're and you're looking at you know just positionally, I'll just say you know just in just to generalize, right? We'll go right. infield, yeah, no, and and you I said you. and you said Matt Chapman, right? Infielder there at yeah. third base. His market value right now, according to Spotrack, is right around $17 million. If I'm the Tigers, do I want to spend $17 million or $15 million this season on this player or give those reps to a guy like Colt Keith, who you're looking to develop, who's going to need major league time? I guess that's maybe, if I'm a GM, that's what I'm looking at and kind of why maybe some of these big name, big price tag free agents are still kind of hanging around. Well, here's here's the thing, and and I get that some of this is driven by numbers. Some of this is driven by one name, and we let's and and you got to be kind of careful here when we're throwing out names. In my mind, there are four four elite prospects or elite um, uh, free agents out there, and we can def- elite means these are additions that make your team better the moment they put on your uniform, okay? And and those four are two hitters, Chapman and Bellinger, and two pitchers, Montgomery and Snell. I don't care what team you are. You add those guys, you're better. Even if you're the Dodgers, even if you're the Braves, you add one of those four guys, your team is better. The problem is, and not, not the problem, the issue is, I believe all four of those are Scott Boris uh, free agents. And Scott Boris is a max value, you know, hard to deal with kind of guy. So that makes things tricky. There are some teams that just don't want to deal with Scott Boris, period, and a sentence. You know, I, they they don't care who Scott Boris might be delivering. They they want no part of that. There are teams that go that way. Uh, it has been much to the Tigers' advantage through the years that they are not one of those teams. Uh, Pudge Rodriguez is the name that always sticks out to me. When he signed as a Boris candidate with the Tigers, he made the Tigers a different and better team by a lot. And I mean, he that that 2006 renaissance wasn't entirely Ivan Rodriguez, but Pudge played a role in it. You got to be, you got to be certain of that. So that's part of it. Part of it is also you you mentioned some other names that have some issues, whether it's Joey Votto's age or Mike Clevenger's injury, or you know, there's there's a bunch of guys, but there are so many of them. So many. And, and that just bothers me. And I'll tell you why. If, if for one reason, basically, if you want baseball to be the best product it can be, you want all 
30 teams to be as good as they can get. These guys are major leaguers. They need to be signed and on major league teams, okay? Just, they just have to. You are not putting your best product out there on the field if these guys are not either standing on a mound or standing in the field or standing in the batter's box. It's just not your best product. And, and I understand you brought up Colt Keith, so let's, let's go that route, okay? Yeah, the Tigers have put a lot of money in the Colt Keith basket. And so much, in fact, that they are expecting him to, to be on their major league roster. And he's got to be a son. If, if you're paying the guy that much money, he's got to be playing every day. He has to be. Period. End of sentence. If Colt Keith, let's make him your starting third baseman, okay? Although I would, my guess is that it's more likely he's the Tigers' starting second baseman, but that's a guess. Mm-hmm. So let's let's say he's your starting. I, I'd like to say third base though, because it we can go there to the Chapman uh, analogy there, okay? So I I understand probably going to play second, but hang with me for a second. If he's playing third. Or Matt Chapman is playing third. Okay? You're a Tiger fan. Which is the better option at third base? If you, if it's, and, and again, I understand you want Colt Keith to play second. But let's say he's your guy at third. Is Matt Chapman the guy who makes your team better or Colt Keith? Uh, I would I would say Matt Chapman because we we've you, got, we've, got the, we've got the guy that we, you know he's got the major league experience. Uh, this is somebody that you could look at a former first rounder uh, back in 2014. I mean this guy this guy can play. I mean his WAR is 31 for the advanced analytics crowd out there. You know his, right. his average I mean, is his 240 power, career. Like the his, guy can do it. Power numbers are down a little bit, but the guy is a Gold Glove third baseman. I mean he's a Gold Glover at third base. So you improve your defense at third base dramatically where you add him there. Is Cole Keith, Cole Keith considered a gold glover at, at third or second? Either one. No. Uh, no. He's, it, it's his bat that's bringing him to the major league. And might he have a better offensive year than Matt Chapman this year? He might. Do right, you want to bet your season on that? I don't know because we don't – uh, it literally, I don't know, but also I don't no. Um, I don't want to do. I don't want to do that. You know, you'd rather have a a proven product, a proven commodity there. But this, to me, this and you mentioned Scott Boris. Like this does to me kind of feel like a little bit of that financial game. Like, do you want to play, or you know, do you want to you pay for that kind of play there from Matt Chapman? Where his market value is going to be sitting around eighteen million. Yeah, I, you're you're taking a little bit of a gamble there. I get it. I get it, but you're already taking a gamble with Colt Keith. So, you know, it, it's how much gambling do you want to do? So, and, and I'm not telling you that the Tigers should sign Matt Chapman. Let let me be clear here, okay? Let me be clear. I'm just saying. Well, you know what? Let's go with one of the pitchers, okay? And let's let's just say let's just use Blake Blake Snell. Okay, because we I think we can all agree that that is an elite starting pitching arm. Any team, any 
team in baseball, every one of them would be better if Colt Keith was in there, or Colt Keith, Blake Snell was in their rotation. Everyone is better. It costs you money. I get it. It costs you a lot of money, probably. But not knowing where that guy's going to pitch as the start of spring training begins, to me, is just, that's a pox on the sport. Let's, let's go to your favorite sport, Anthony, the NFL. Mm-hmm. How many free agent guys, and I mean elite, big-time free agents, are still out there as, as the team is a couple weeks away from their first exhibition game? How often does that happen? Very, very rarely. I mean, Pro Football Focus just put out their top 150 list, and you know, we're everybody is already grocery shopping, right? Yeah. You know, we all we already want to know, but the salary cap in that sport plays such a role uh, where it just doesn't in baseball, and it feels to me like Uh, you know, teams it does, but it's a much more subtle way. I mean, for example, let's go with the Angels last year. The Angels had salary cap issues. They went over. Their their team then went south. So they had to suddenly have a fire sale and get rid of players so they could go under. They're not going to spend like that again. So there's one destination a guy isn't going to go just because they don't want to get over the luxury tax threshold. The the Mets are another one. The Mets have the, the largest total salary base in, in the sport. And and they could they use Blake Snell in their rotation? Oh, oh, show. But you know they may be kicking the tires on it. He may end up there, but if he does, the Mets have basically said, you know what, the luxury tax is what it is. We'll pay whatever we have to pay because we have to have a good team in here, and we have to to do that. We have to sign Blake Snell. So don't don't discount. That that it's not a hard salary cap, but those luxury tax issues do affect some teams. And and other teams, here's here's the other thing. I know people hate the salary cap in football, but oh, I the love good it. news is well, most teams pay close to it. You know, you don't have a team like Pittsburgh. Or, you know, I mean, pick whatever team is pitching pennies. Oakland, I guess. That says, you know what? We're going to stink this year. We know it. You know it. So we're going to stink on the cheap this year. And there, uh, whatever the salary, uh, the, whatever the luxury tax maximum is, they don't, they don't spend one second of one day worrying about being there. But having said that, are they also a candidate to sign any one of those four guys? Who heck, they could probably sign all four and still be safely under the salary cap, the, the luxury cap, safely. But are they going to? They won't sign one of them. They won't even think about. It. And it, it that part bothers me, right? Uh, because then you have yeah. the cheapskate owners where you know the fans get cheated, and it's, so I mean that's why Oakland's losing a team, right? I mean, if you don't want to pay, like, what, what, why do we even have a, a team there, right? I mean, we want the best, most competitive product out there. And if you're not going to do that, well, then humbug, you're out. Right. Yeah. And and I mean, I can tell you, living here in Minnesota, people are angry at the Twins who they think 
you know, that was a team that won the division. Now I get it. It was, they were the best of a bad lot, but they've definitely taken steps back this year. They really haven't solved any issues and they've had several issues created. Their starting pitching is far inferior to what it was last year. And they're spending less money and that's by design. And people don't like that. People don't like that. They, they want you to be competitive. And if that means you have to spend some money, get your wallet out. Amen to that. That's what they need to be doing. We need to get some wallets out. We need some free agents. We got to get some of those free agents in Detroit. Huh? How about that? His name is John Wagner. Find him on Twitter at John Wagner Media. Johan, my good man. Appreciate the time this morning. As always, look forward to talking to you next week, partner. Sounds like a plan. I hope you and your listeners have a great week. I'll tell you this, uh, my my buddy Berto is so wound up over Michigan, Michigan State right now. I mean, this guy, I look, I'm surprised I didn't get more from him uh, during the actual game. Um, but, uh, you know, you, you mean to say it was a home game for Michigan State? It wasn't. It was probably, honestly, maybe 60-40 split. Uh, he's like, I could hear the go green, go white on the TV. It was loud. It, it was loud. Uh, but, of course, you could hear it on television. There's crowd mics everywhere. Like that, that'd be like you telling me that you could hear the opposing band uh, during a football game. Like, yeah, I mean, there's mics like that's uh, I'm not saying it wasn't loud, uh, but then he wanted to go to just admit your fans are not loyal when you guys are weak. So then I sent him an article where Mark Hollis, the Michigan State Athletic Director, called out the fans at Spartan Stadium and they're prepared to make changes because it was embarrassing and blah, 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 because nobody was there. You know, then it was Cohen Carr almost hit his head on the NIT banner. No, that's the national championship banner. That's the side of the uh, Chrysler Center that he dunked on. The NIT banners are on the other side. He's like, that banner's from 65. No, it's in my lifetime, 1989. There's one of those, just like at Michigan State. Relax now. Relax. Let's not get inflammatory about things. Okay? We're not going to get inflammatory this morning about Michigan, Michigan State. Uh, but we do have more to talk about the game. Uh, this is, uh, this is you know, he's all worked up and wound up, and I just, we're going to talk about it. Don't worry, we'll get back into it when we return here on X's and Bros, Michigan Sports Network. Hey, Michigan, let's go big. I'm Herman Moore, Lions All-Pro wide receiver, and I'm talking real big-time winning on the hottest slots and table games on one incredible app. Eagle Casino and Sports. Sign up now and get up to $1,500. That's right. We'll match your deposit for up to $1,500, and you'll get 100 free spins. Eagle Casino and Sports. Made in Michigan. Made for Michigan. Must be 21 or older in Michigan to play. The 51-year sportsman's tradition continues. It's Outdoor Rema, the Suburban Collection Showplace, February 22nd through the 25th. Four football fields of outdoor equipment, boats, and activities. Buy your fishing boat from dealers who know how to rig them right. Meet the lodge operators and guides from Michigan to Africa. Hunting and fishing gear, seminars with guides and pros. Great deals on fishing boats and pontoons. And the lumberjacks are back. Free crossover admission to the Cottage and Lakefront Living Show. It's Outdoor Rema, the Suburban Collection Showplace, February 22nd through the 25th. 
Hughes here with a reminder that this Friday, 3 until 6, I'm broadcasting statewide from Suburban Collection Showplace in Novi. Outdoor Rama 2024 is happening this weekend, and you can join me at the Impact Power Sports setup at Outdoor Rama at Suburban Collection Showplace in Novi. And Lomas Brown will be there on Friday, former Lion, 2 until 4. You can see Lomas Brown's Lions golf cart. You could win and meet him at the Impact Power Sports setup at Outdoor Rama at Suburban Collection Showplace. Hi, I'm Lauren and I work for Meyer. People ask, why do I shop there? It's because I get everything in one stop. Like this week's hottest deals on Fresh from Meyer family pack chicken thighs for $1.49 per pound and blackberries for 99 cents. Plus, I can save even more with M Perks when I shop in store, online, and with every qualifying prescription filled at the Meyer Pharmacy. Meyer has all I need in just one stop. Exclusions apply. See all deals in the Meyer app. Roast Umber is a farm direct coffee sourced from Central American farmers and roasted in Grand Rapids. And also the Nitro Cold Brew Coffee is a convenient and healthy option for energy with no sugar additives. Look for it at your local retailer or at RoastUmber.com. Merck Perks from Mercantile Bank is here. Merck Perks Checking has all you need to plan your busy lifestyle. Travel services for hotels, airfare, and cruises, cash back rewards, and even savings on prescriptions, eyewear, and dental work. Merck Perks also includes all the traditional benefits you love, like online and mobile banking, and fee-free access to almost 40,000 MoneyPass ATMs. So when you're ready for Perks, Merck is here. Learn more at MyMerkPerks.com, member FDIC. 